Welcome to the Wild and Free podcast. For those who are interested in having conscious conversations, I'm Sally Williams. And I'm Amphigus. Em, how you going? Good, how are you? Good. It's great to be back again. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. We've got a good one today. Yes. What are we talking about, Sally? We're going to talk about signs and symbols of the universe and wow. how as we awaken and start to notice more and more of the world reflecting or the outer reflecting the inner and the inner reflecting the outer and the connection of all of that, we start to realise there's a whole lexicon and language of the universe. Isn't there? Mm-hmm. It's a big one. It gets really, really gnarly interesting groovy yes it's good fun it's one of my favorite parts yeah. of this whole awakening spiritual journey mm. is the awareness and the noticing yes. of the signs and symbols yeah so let's start by recognizing the fact that the universe and nature and all that is around us is working for us there's mm-hmm. a rhythm to it um and everything that shows up that may appear as a coincidence when you're not awake or aware then you start to realize it's not a coincidence at all in fact it's synchronicity at play where everything is aligned to show you the next right thing the next right thing and the next right thing and it's becomes really exciting if you can sit in curiosity and know and expect the next thing to show up for you that can help you either reassure you or point you in the right direction or just give you another piece of the puzzle, another piece of information. So I find it, I just love it. It makes me smile every time I, you know, get to participate and marinating it all it's um really quite lovely so tell me a bit about the first time you might have noticed this happening in your life do you have a memory that sort of stands out I don't have like a standout memory of when it started but it was definitely just uh, I can't even pick what period of time in my life but I know for sure it was Constantly seeing the numbers 111 or 1111. Yeah. I think think this is a big starting point for a lot of people. Yeah. Actually. So I love that you brought that up. I think that that number sequence in particular seems to be one of the first things that that people notice and they're like, oh, this is so odd. Mm. And Google becomes your best friend. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) It's got all the interpretations and Mm. answers. And, you know, you can certainly still sit in with what resonates with you. I definitely don't suggest just taking Google as um, gospel and mm. you know look up a, a couple of different meanings of, of whatever number sequence you're seeing and see which one really resonates resonates and that's Usually what we're talking about thing. with you know spiritual discernment as well mm. you know not just yes. believing anyone and everyone because we've all got the opportunity and the ability to kind of push a voice out there and an opinion mm. um, but really just turning in I guess on those ones that feel true to you or going back to yourself mm. exactly. finding the meaning for yourself within yeah so I uh, participated in Oracle School with Colette Baron reed and this was the first time that I started to really understand this way more. She goes right mm. into it during our Oracle School. And there's a second part to Oracle School, but I can't remember what it is now off the top of my head. It was a two-year process that I did okay. with her and um, ended up mentoring. And it was a lovely experience. And she talked about just staying in the 24-hour period. Right. And that when you lived your life no longer forecasting so far ahead in the future, you know, yeah. what, before you are really more conscious and mindful, you really are in the mind, the mind chatter, and it's all about lists and control and yeah. working in the future a lot yeah uh, do, do you feel like absolutely that was, yeah. That. yeah so when 
she taught us to stay and focused in the 24-hour period, it really started to slow everything down for me. Beautiful. It really slowed life down enough that I actually started to see more and more of the universal language playing out. Mm. And as she calls it, um, her oracle card she often calls, you know, is designed around a very particular lexicon of the universe. Okay. That's why I believe her oracle cards are the best to work with. They have a real... um, communication and language and connection point from each card to the next yeah and um they're not just beautiful fluffier um music i was gonna say messages we were just talking about music before we push play um they really go a lot deeper and they go to the spiritual truth of the lesson or the learning and just like she talks about the lexicon in oracle cards i believe there's there's you know a lexicon in the the universe the Mm. way everything interacts with each other and it's all um, you know, quite miraculous and amazing. It's incredible. I mean, if you've ever seen anything to do with the Fibonacci sequence yeah. um, and how that exists in nature, um, nothing is coincidence And when you take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, photographers use the Fibonacci sequence to compose really provoking or interesting or amazing images, whatever their art is trying to do. Do um, they really? Yes. That's really interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so that's something that I've become aware of through my own learning through photography and videography. Yes. But then also like kind of opening my field up into where has this come from and then seeing it reflected in nature. So whether it's like a fern unfurling or mm. the spiral of a rose or whatever, they they so often adhere to the Fibonacci sequence. Mm. Um, and then that Fibonacci sequence can work back in very mathematically with a, a range of things. Um, I'm not mathematically minded, but I know that there's there's certainly a lot to do with the Fibonacci sequence in, in yeah. mathematics and physics. We could get more information on that if they were interested in diving deep. Um, I'll pop some links in the show notes. Okay. Um, I can't recall anything straight off the top of my head, but there is a guy I follow on um, on Facebook and he talks a lot about the Fibonacci sequence and the universe and the universal laws. So um, this is sacred geometry? Is yeah. that linked as well? Yeah, yeah. sacred geometry is linked okay. as well. Okay, yeah. Interesting. I love it. So a lot of what you see in nature, you know, shapes and symbols, they're they're all linked back to this sacred geometry, which the ancients have been talking about for a long, long time. So this is a well-proven, not just a new age Correct, yeah. um, Idea that the universe speaks to us and reassures us and communicates through synchronistic events and what I did also when I was in Oracle School, what I also did notice and um, respond to not just is slowing down enough because we are so busy uh-huh. and especially when we're, you know, we're on autopilot and we're conditioned to success and achievement and busyness and all of that story. Um, we, we can't notice. We, we're not tuned in. We're not on the same vibration. So the slowing down, the mindfulness part of staying in the 24-hour period and also meditation, which opens mm. you up to more space, you know, spaciousness in your body, spaciousness in the world, and you start to connect and be much more present. Mm. And it's in the presence that you start to see these signs and symbols starting to really yeah. show up for you. And, it, and animals are another amazing thing for me that shows up really regularly yeah um, animals are massive for me too so i'm, I'm glad we yeah. brought that in as well um what, what sort of animals do you associate with or is there a particular one or something that you where i live there? there's a lot of bird life so um the birds really speak to me a lot yeah um i've recently put a water what is it called a water front? fountain or feature, feature or yeah you know like a the trough of water for them oh like a bird, bird. A word bath exactly yep. that's a more appropriate word <laughs> <laughs> a we'll get there eventually <laughs> a, trough, a trough. bucket of water <laughs> 
<laughs> it's actually much prettier than that if, if, if I could show you all I would. <laughs> uh, but they love it. And I'm yeah. getting all sorts of – but what I've noticed, okay, because there's all there's very rhythm here and, and the types of birds are very mm. set, you know, there's little sparrows and wrens and it's all very – they have an order and they come in, you know, very particular times of day and it's lovely to watch and – they have their bath in order and, you know, there's all this rhythm that I um, witness here and I love it. But what has shown up in the last few days is magpies. Wow. And they're not, I mean, they're very common mm. in our area, so it's not, not like, oh, magpies. But there's two magpies that have been coming and one goes on one side of my front lawn and the other goes on the other side. Right. And they've been very particular and they're, like, looking at me, like they're definitely trying to get my attention. Okay. So until I took notice and looked up the message, um, you know, they, they were mm. here for a few days, really yeah. making themselves known until I really went to Google, okay, I've forgotten exactly what the, you know, I knew it was a message. Sure. But I just hadn't got around to it. And so they tend to hang around, I noticed them, you know, till mm. you get it and, and make the effort to, to Google and to sit in it and to look at it and understand it. And it made complete sense when I looked up what what it was for and it was very reassuring so I just encourage everyone to really take notice of what's around them Mm. if they've not already tuned into the signs and symbols to do the inner work Mm. as you know follow through because if the numbers are turning up for you and you you start to know you know every time I look at my phone not every time but I'm drawn when I'm drawn to look at the clock on my phone phone, it's not actually about time it's usually because my attention is being drawn to you know, twelve, twelve. Or yep. There's a there's a rhythm and a sequence to the number that I know something mm. is showing up for me, and it's just helping me understand something in that moment. So I make sure I follow through. Yeah, because it's lovely to feel like you're having a, a warm hug or a pat on the back from the universe. Lovely, mm. awesome. But if you're not going to take the time to actually get the message mm. and do the follow up and receive what is receiving is the big that, part of the big signs and synchronicities, isn't it? It's a big part. That's the point of mm. the communication is. To, you know, it's supportive, it's there. So let's go back a little bit and just talk about, um, you know, when we, how do we get into this vibration or yeah. frequency where we notice it? Well, I've already talked about mindfulness and slowing down. I think that's a big part of it. Definitely. Is there anything else you can I think really helps? Um, for me, just recalling parts of my own, like my spiritual journey and awakening, it, they really, the synchronicities, the signs, they come in so much more when I'm doing something that I'm passionate about or mm. I'm really working from my heart space. Yes. Um, it might be playing. It might be yes. laughing and joking around with my partner. Yes. And, or it might be that I'm feeling really creative and I'm actually using that creativity. Yes. Um, and then from there, I, so I think it's it's about sitting in your heart space. Yeah. And then from there, that's when the, the universe goes, there's the vibration. Exactly. That's the vibration that we want to work with yeah. and, and along we go and then we'll yeah. start seeing the signs and the synchronicities yeah. and um, and that's, yeah, just sink into your heart. I agree. I call it, <clears throat> not because I'm opposed to calling it heart at, at all, I, I sure. like that term, but I like to think of it more even a bit more open than that to curiosity. Yeah. So when we're in our heart space, there's an openness. Yes. We're not attached as much to outcomes 
We're not having as many expectations. We're just really open to receive, as mm. we were talking before. And that openness, actually, that's the thing, that curiosity invites in, well, what now? What yeah. next? It's not us controlling it. Whereas when we're in our headspace, we're and our head energy and we're thinking and overthinking and overanalyzing and worrying and stressing. And we're trying to control and just mm-hmm. guess every second thing that's going to happen. Exactly. That's a whole nother vibration. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother reality. And usually busyness and anxiety or that fast-paced thinking, that fast-paced doing is all linked to that and you're unlikely to notice Yeah, so the anything. signs could very well be there Absolutely. during that time. It's yes. the noticing mm-hmm. that is very hard to yes. happen and take place when you're in that headspace. Yes. And we all get it. Yeah. We all get it. Yeah. It shows a purpose. Yes. So when I'm in curiosity, I find that I'm just open. I'm, mm. I'm no longer trying to control it or expecting anything in particular to show up. I'm just noticing. I'm observing. I'm in my, my higher state of being, my observer mode and that doesn't have to be a conscious um state but it is a more detached state because Mm. when we're in a head space or in the chatter too much and we're overthinking I'm very if I get caught in that space I'm very attached to what's happening I'm taking things personally I'm reacting to life I'm judging I have an opinion of everything I'm critical and that's not at all where I'm going to be supported and and um curiosity definitely doesn't match in that vibration so Whenever I realise now that I am there, I drop, drop back into and open to the idea of a more uh, and beyond an idea, the feeling of, the expression of um, an open heart space and I invite in more curiosity. Mm. So And that's more childlike, you know, it as is, you were talking it? about that yeah. energy before of fun and lightness. It's definitely much easier to mm. receive these signs and symbols um, when we're curious and open and in our heart. Mm. So if you're listening at home and you're wondering why aren't I tuned in or, you know, notice how much head chatter and analysing and worrying and stressing you're doing because that, that'll be part of that. And, and you can do that by starting to, you can do that, you can change that by starting to learn to meditate and slow yes. your life down and just stay in that 24-hour period. I think that's a, a really good advice by Colette Barron-Reed, just, um, just think in the, in the 24 hours. Even just as we're talking about the, the openness and the curiosity, I know you love this book, The Untethered Soul by Mark mm. Lasinger. Yeah. That, you know, one of the biggest things I've gotten out of my most recent reading of that book because I get something different out of it every time yeah, I great, read it. it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Have you listened um, to the podcast, the uh, audio of it? No, that's that's probably my next. It's really good. He um, reads it. When it's, it's, yeah, and I've heard it. It's quite brilliant. Yeah, I love it. Um, and yeah, he just you know he talks in there about um, well how do you open your heart? Mm. You don't close it. Exactly, I love that. You just don't close. You just don't close it. That's how. It, and yeah, let's talk about that because I love that. And so, how do you not close it? Well, you have to first become really aware of what you're reacting to because mm. if you're letting something disturb you, is how it, how he so brilliantly and simply describes it. If you're letting something disturb you on the inside, mm. as in you're starting to have an opinion about it, you're ruminating on it you're getting all huffy about it it's affecting you in any capacity yeah as soon as you move beyond being neutral about something you're letting it disturb you and if you have disturbance your heart is going to start closing Mm -hmm. to differing degrees 
Um, so how do you not close it? Will you let yourself not be disturbed? Yeah. And that's a practice. It is. You know, it isn't yeah. something that you can do immediately because when you first awaken, you're so identified with the mind and the mind wants to de- define and label and Absolutely. question and judge the fuck out of everything. Let's <laughs> just be honest. Yeah. So when we're stuck in that state, you know, we, that's how, we think that's normal. Don't we? So, yeah, let's talk more about uh, Michael Singer. Yeah. That's great. He's um he's really fascinating, and I know that um it was actually my partner that put him on put me onto um this book, and she came to that book from your very first course as one of your first clients. Yes. Um. So like, look at that as a synchronistic. Oh, wow. It's um, amazing, isn't it? Circle that's come around. Yeah. Um, she was one of my very first program clients. Yes. And she'll be coming on as a guest, whether she knows it or not. Soon. She does know it. Yes. <laughs> well, I've uh, I've lined her up. We'll just get the right yeah. day and time. And she's really changed her life in that. In, in that 18 months or two years since she's done the yeah, program. Yeah, be coming up on two years, I think. So it'd be great to go into her program experience, what started to shift and change and where she's at now. Yeah. Like yeah. that would be the story is quite phenomenal. Yes, the story alone. And then we've probably got a second podcast, if we can't fit it all in one, Yeah, of her whole knowledge that ex- has expanded into yoga and what else Ayurveda. She? Yeah. Um, she's, like, she's really right into Ayurvedic cooking mm-hmm. and, and living an Ayurvedic life. So she's learning a lot about that, as too am I, yes. um, by yeah. default. But um, And it's... It, it's fascinating mm. and she just keeps following her heart and her curiosity yeah um, which is so good it's amazing yeah so i can't wait to it'll be a really great podcast. have her on soon yes and we'll introduce her and tell you all about her in the in the coming week or yes. weeks and i mean her and i are constantly oh hey it's 11 11 or like we'll be sitting at the computer yes. all of a sudden one of us will interrupt 444 yes you know all oh, these has been that happens a lot prevalent for me yeah. this last week yeah um you know? so when we're talking about signs and synchronicity so like kind of going back to where we started earlier yes what what constitutes a sign or a synchronicity for you mm, that's true i think i've now come to the understanding that most things outside of me can be an oracle yeah or can be a sign and symbol mm. they really can if i feel it if i'm if i if i'm prodded to it um led to it in some way it's i just grabbed your attention yeah i just know now yeah i can even be scrolling on facebook and i can ask i wonder what this is about i wonder what i need to know more about this or i can be i have already set not even out loud there's something in my mind i'm curious to know more about blah 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 mm. and all of a sudden here it will be on my news feed within minutes yeah you know the next uh, beautifully written poem that just answers it and takes me into the heart space to understand exactly oh, this just happens constantly for me you know it's i'm so connected to receive however i need to now that slows down when i go into my darker or shadowier periods sure. or my vibration drops it is harder to receive those things or come across them. Mm. I, do, I notice a, a decline in, sure. in the, and that just makes sense for vibration mm. around that. But if I'm in my heart space and I'm meditating regularly and I'm walking after and honouring my needs, you know my vibration is a good in a good place and cruising along. Um, it's a constant thing for me. So it comes in, you know, a book recommendation, a conversation I can hear in a coffee shop. Yeah, someone would be saying something over here and. I get to tune I just tune into it and so I'm not eavesdropping it's just like the words start to make sense yeah. and it might be just one sentence that someone says and it answers 
or helps me understand something else that I was contemplating. So it comes in many, many ways for me. To me, it's very synchronised. It's very... It's supporting me in all ways. Mm. It's just how willing willing am I to notice and to Absolutely. be aware and observing. And mm. I can only do that when I'm not in my head. Yeah. Mm. So everything becomes an oracle for me yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, I, we're surrounded where I'm sitting here in my workspace with all the oracle cards. So that's a really obvious yeah, symbol. Working with a, a tool mm-hmm. such as oracle cards can become a really beautiful way to invite synchronicity yeah. in from spirit or from the universe or higher power, mm. however you like to think about it um so oracle cards are a day-to-day navigation yeah. for me or a tool for me um, but otherwise yes it's mostly numbers animals signs on buildings um car number plates yeah conversations uh book recommendations sure. uh songs or oh, songs are big songs. ones yeah, especially if you're clairaudient yes and a bit tuned in that way or even if you're not um the, uh, you know a word or the words in a song mm. can really hit uh and you know exactly Absolutely. why you needed to hear that in that moment yeah. you can I mean, feel it back when we were doing um you're running your meditation classes there was a handful of times I think that I messaged you after mm. leaving your place going home and I'd be like oh, this is this was my message on the way home I didn't yes. understand it in the meditation but I heard this on the radio yes. it was just randomly playing yeah um and so yeah that's where it, for me a lot of my stuff comes through clear audience yes. um through music particularly yeah so songs are a big one for you yeah, yeah. absolutely and um Another one that's really big or has been really big in my life is feathers. Yes. The amount of times I... That's how I started, actually. I've got a great ripper story, actually. You've triggered a story. So do you want to talk about feathers? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So this is when I was in my very deeply questioning stage. Um, You know, it's all bullshit. The universe is this, you know, very Mm. judgmental. Getting some sense of a bigger picture and wanting to trust, but my mind kept going, oh, no, this is just rubbish. It's all like you're just looking for things. You just wish that was a thing. You just, you know, the idea of angels and all of this. I was very, very judgmental. And I've had the same conversations in my own head. Yeah. Like, no, you're crazy. Like, Mm. this isn't all happening for you. I think it's a part of it. I think think you have to go through this with the mind. The mind is going to be resistant because you're Mm. stepping out of the conditioning. You're stepping out of the familiar, the autopilot. Of course, it's going to make you, you know, try and pull you back into yeah. normal or what what is your normal patterning and rhythm and beliefs. Yeah. So I think it's really, you know, such a important thing to say is that mm. you're going to find resistance and it's going to feel like it's all bullshit. Yeah. For a period of time, um, but then an experience will happen and you will not be able to doubt it from that point forward. Yes. And I have one of those. So I was sitting at cricket one day. My husband was out playing cricket or coaching can't remember my son might have been playing or they could have been playing together I don't even remember but I was at cricket and it was a stinking hot day as it is because it's in summer in Australia <laughs> and um you know there wasn't a lot of shade and I was sitting out and I was uh, I was in a particular mood my okay. vibration probably was slightly low actually which is interesting um that I did receive it sure but I did I certainly did receive it and I'm reading a book, a magazine actually, and I was flicking really sternly, like not enjoying the process, not really wanting to be there. Let's okay. face it, you can feel it, can't you? Yeah, I'm can feel it. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, you know, it was just like I was shitty about something, can't even remember. <laughs> not wanting to be there or I don't know, I could have went home, the car was there, not sure why. I was just in one of those places, you know, in the mind, judgy, yep. uncomfortable, not willing to do anything about it. But I think I was in a bit of a spiritual turning point too in my 
journey. So I, I, it could have just felt like there was a lot that I didn't know, of course. you know, one of those places. So I was like I had read that morning in a book something about asking for a sign and I, at that point, in this could be another podcast, yes. how we don't ask yeah. for support, you know, because we think we're plonked on earth to do this shit ourselves and we stay in our mind for a period of time and we identify too much with the mind and we just want to force things and make yep. things happen and we just do it the way we think it needs to be done. But really this is about a handing over of your force and your control mm. and your will. You know, it's about softening into the other possibilities of being of receiving and being supported. And I finally decided to ask, but it was a bit, bit like, um, all right, if you're real, angels, um, send me a sign. Yeah. Like, I was like a, having a tantrum brat moment. Yeah. And, yeah, I want it white and I want it big and I want to be really obviously – and you just put it at my feet. Thank you. Mm. Like it was that sort of attitude. Yep. Like I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I was, yep. I was being really sarcastic and just rude, really, inappropriate. Sure. But, you know, yeah. that's where I was at. You know, just prove it to me sort of thing. Just prove it. Are you real? What's going on? I need a sign. I need to know. I'm, you know, I was clearly suffering. Mm. So, and in a bad way, bad space. So just said that, then just kept flicking my book, yep. magazine, and all of a sudden a whirlwind came, <laughs> you know, and right, and it was about 30 metres away. Okay. Caught my attention out of the book. Mm-hmm. Like it just all of a sudden the wind went and it just hears this dirty, dusty, whirly wind 30 metres in front of me and right in the centre of it was a bit of some leaves and some, uh, you know, I could just see some stuff, Clutter. some yeah. action in the yeah. middle. And I'm like, all right, friggin' wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Shitty. Yeah. And here it's it not comes. unusual for that to happen. Not unusual, no, no. Especially, you know, dusty cricket ovals and, ovals and yeah. what have you. So, But I just watched it and flicked, but my head was looking at it and I'm like, and here it comes straight for me. It didn't deviate, it didn't go over here or there, it just comes straight towards me. And as it come closer, <laughs> I realised here's this long white feather, Wow! exactly how I ordered it exactly. and asked for it. And the whirlwind stopped right at my feet. Of course it did. And here this feather just went from standing upright, moving quite erratic in the centre to just completely stop at my feet as if to say, ta-da. Here, Look what I can do. Here you go, Effa. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt. Yes. It felt um, so dramatic <laughs> and so <laughs> confronting. I, it took my breath away and I looked at it and went, oh. Okay, I think I remember saying sorry because mm. I remember in that moment I went straight into trust and faith. I come yeah. out of doubt, complete. Yeah. Like I didn't from that point. I couldn't. I, I just took all my fears and doubts away. Beautiful. I knew completely that whatever was seeing me in this in this world, whatever <laughs> whoever was listening to my thoughts or, or or my rumination about not trusting, you know, had provided. Like it, it was beyond coincidence. Mm. I couldn't not believe from that point. Absolutely. So it changed everything. Mm. From that point, I was, you know, I was a convert to the universe. I totally got it. I totally softened, still slowly. It wasn't like an immediate softening, Mm. but I I learned to trust more and more. It became really one of those beautiful things that really just changed everything. So thanks for triggering that memory. It's um, when I have. Really powerful. I've got goosebumps here. Yeah. It was. um, was, I've had a very similar experience. Have you? Yeah. We'll share that. Well, similarly, I, I was watching a, a music video actually and I don't generally watch music videos but one of my favourite bands and 
I just had this this feeling that I needed to ask. I needed an answer to a question. Okay. So I handed it over to the universe. And at this stage, I was still kind of like playing more with asking. Yes. And, and I think playing to, is a good Yeah. I'm um, trying to understand, okay, what can I ask for? Like what sort of signs can I ask for and what do I need to like do yes, to, it to basically like, receive it feels like you have to understand how to do it, doesn't it? Yes. It's very specific, but that's because it's of the, the mind. Of the with. mind, yes. yeah. It feels um, like there's a right and a wrong way, yeah. which we now understand there really isn't. Absolutely. It's just being open and curious mm. and sitting in it and noticing. Exactly. Mm. And so um, I don't even remember the question, but I know what ha- I remember very, very vividly what happened next was um, I'd asked for a, a white feather or show me as many white feathers as possible. Um, and to show that this was an affirmative to the question and um, from out of nowhere I'm sitting inside, no windows are open, mm-hmm. nothing, like I cleaned the house that morning like mm-hmm. was, there was nothing around it. I'm just out of nowhere a white feather floats down. Yeah. And that wasn't the end of it. Mm-hmm. I went outside. Um, at that time I was smoking so I went outside, had a smoke. Another white feather floats down, lands at my feet. Okay. <laughs> this keeps going and so I go to the front door to get the mail with white feathers all the way to the mailbox wow. wow okay cool anyway so that I think that was like pretty much nearly the end of the day and then the next day I was off to work driving down the Monash freeway and that can be a crawl at the best of times and these feathers are still coming at me wow I lost count at 118 feathers wow in a 27 kilometer journey um, and from the 117, 118 feathers from there, there was like, you couldn't have kept count. It was wow. just white feather, white feather, white feather, white, like everywhere. Wow. Okay. So you really got the message loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. So you, because yeah, they know how I think sceptical I can be yeah, and skeptical. questioning and like, oh no, that was just coincidence or like, yeah, whatever. So you're fobbing like, off the first few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep throwing them at you. <laughs> Here you go. That's amazing. So, um, yeah, it went for a couple of days. And then from there, I have. Um, <laughs> I've made quite a few rather large life decisions based off the appearance of a feather. Mm, because you're just so trusting. So trusting. Yeah. Of it. I'll, I'll be very specific. I want to see a blue feather or yes. I want to see an orange dolphin. Yes. And people you know, often weird, set up a very particular yeah. sign, don't they? Yeah, it's like, and I can't mistake it. Yeah, and I love that. And this also then links it in with spirit, you know. Let's just tie this mm. into, you know, spirit of passed over loved ones. Yeah. So when people become, you know, open to that idea that they aren't here physically but spiritually, their spirit, you know, you mm. can still have a conversation and know their presence and often they'll get a sense whether they're big believers in signs and symbols or not, mm. you know, that but a butterfly or a dragonfly or a bird or something will come that reminds them of their parent or their loved one that's passed, but then they just know every time it shows up, you mm. know, at the most appropriate times when they're thinking about them, when they're feeling sad or they need a reassuring message and that same animal or symbol oh, sign will show yeah, up. Absolutely. Very powerful. Incredibly powerful. And I've, I've witnessed particularly the dragonflies around um, people that have passed. Yes. Um, and for me another another really big sign is the presence of ravens. Yes. Um, and now I, for me personally I feel like this has got something to do with my past lives and my culture and heritage, um, you know, going back to um, Ireland, Celtic times, um, and I don't see them as a scary threat, whereas I think a lot of the, the mainstream has kind of pinned this image onto ravens. Yes. Um, they're them. like a crow, but they're much bigger and bulkier. Yeah. Okay? Like much. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just trying, trying to, because I've been seeing a few what I thought was ravens in the last few days. And, yeah. and interesting, I've just started this new course and it's around animals and mm, they map beautiful. your, it's like an archetype type thing Ooh. and it's through the animals. Yeah. And they, they map your first six and my raven is my number one, wow. which is really interesting. So we'll go into that in a much deeper, once I'm more immersed in the course, course. I'll, um, um, I'll bring you that. But if you're looking to do something interesting in archetypes it's called persona grata persona grata uh, yeah yep. katie um oh my god there's another name something katie something todd we'll pop it in the show notes yeah 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 um, you know, even join the group and start checking it out. Sounds awesome. I'm going there now. <laughs> it's it's going to be good. Yeah, I've I've hung in the group for about twelve months nice. and um, just been sitting in the background. Got all the got the book, downloaded the bits and pieces. Really resonated with her teaching, but um, did, wasn't ready to jump into a course at that time. Sure. So I had too much else going on. And it's not that I haven't got too much else going on, but it, the this, time's right. Yeah, it felt like the time was right. Beautiful. Um, and I know that's closing soon, but there would still be opportunities. Mm. for people to you know potentially sign up to that if they were interested in diving in in a really different and this is her own system she's designed this um, from scratch and because it's through the animal kingdom you know mm. so it's well got, i know that someone has had to hear this today because you've been trying to share about it so. yeah so to, to we'd love to hear who that is and it might i know i know i'm going there but if you're <laughs> you're feeling drawn to it as well we'd love to hear yeah. from you um as well just you know pop some stuff in the comments and, yeah so anything else you want to say, say about ravens oh look they've just really always they've always come to me in really um a lot of my shadow times actually mm-hmm. they've been a really supportive presence yeah about this is going to be okay like yes. you you've got people or you know some something there that's that's um supporting you and yeah. you're not all alone um they're quite symbolic the spiritual very symbolic um and help and support you know even to the point where there was i was i think i was getting ready to move up here and a baby raven flew into my garage now i've felt for probably five years that I'm going to find a baby raven and hand rear it. Like I don't go out looking for this, but yes. I just have this feeling that it's coming to me along the way. Yes. Anyway, so this baby raven flew into the garage and I'm on my way to work in a rush. It didn't get, I know it didn't get out. And then as I'm pulling out the driveway, I see them, the mother like looking for it. They get a bit frantic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I stop the car, get out, open the garage up. And it's gotten itself stuck behind a shoe rack. So um, the mother's losing its marbles, mm. like corking at me, like yes. so loud, and yes. sitting on the eve of the of the garage. And so I just gently go in, pick it up, and show the mother that I've got it and that it's safe, yes. and walk it out and pop it on the grass. Yeah. On that day on, they greeted me every time I went outside the house. Wow. And they just they were there until I left. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? They were just it's they have that recognition of yeah. just like I wasn't a threat. Yes. And I helped them. Um Did you ever look up the spirit animal message? I certainly would have at the time. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't recall what it is now, no. right off the top of my head. But yeah. I nearly always have to look up every time. Yeah. Because I, I I just feel like there's some slight different word or interpretation or something I get each time that is specific to mm-hmm. that moment of why. You know, so if I just assume oh I know what that message is about yeah sometimes you can miss some of the detail so I read I always make sure I read through because there'll be something additional that I wouldn't have taken on another time and you'll find like well I certainly find if I'm looking through say Google or something for um the meaning of a certain sign showing up Mm. sometimes I won't be called to the first one or the first five or whatever and I just run with that and just okay wherever my hand kind of lands type thing that's the message I'm being drawn to so 
Um, be open to that as well. It's not always going to be absolutely the same sign yes. in the same way. Yes, and as Colette Baron Reed used to say in Oracle School as well, is um, you know percolating it. Mm. Take what message from the Oracle card or the sign or the symbol that you think it means and percolating it for twenty four hours. Just sit in it, just observe and notice what else shows up to support it or to additionally add more to it. It's really an incredible way to go rather than just, you know, quickly think you've worked it out and then let it go. It's yep. it's really nice to, to sit in it. There's there's a lot of depth and richness that comes for us when we can do that. Beautiful. Well, Em, we definitely went there. Didn't we? Yep, we did. I think we've covered enough for people yeah. to get a taste. I don't think there's that's everything, but we'd love to hear, if you're not already, on our uh, Facebook page, our yes. new Facebook page. Brand new. Em set up so yes. beautifully. Thank you. Yep, and we're also, we're also on uh, Instagram but um, that'll be kind of uh, exploding a little bit more over the next couple of weeks. Coming, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just the Wild and Free. Wild and Free podcast at Instagram or on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So come find us because in there we will go in there um, after each, you know, sometime between yeah. the recordings yeah, and the answer week. any questions. We'll put up a question, Yeah. Uh, you know, and see in the comments and if there's anything particular that you want to share about what you've experienced, what signs and symbols are showing up for you lately or anything you've got that would be great for other people here about we certainly would love to know about it um we're all about building community and sharing knowledge because we don't pretend to have it all answered (laughs) or understand it all or have all the truth we're just this is what we're here for to to learn from you just as much as you're hopefully going to learn a little bit from us so yeah come on over and share with us we'd love to see you in there and meet you in person over facey anyway yeah over facey that's the way we meet everyone now isn't it mostly (laughs) mostly what these borders are doing i think yes (laughs) all right (laughs) synchronicity to wrap it up see Uh, you next time see you then